Welcome to Diverse, a Society of Women Engineers podcast. SWE gives women engineers a unique place and voice within the engineering community. On Diverse, we highlight incredible women in STEM and discover who they are at home, at work, and everywhere in between. You can find all of our episodes online at podcast.swe.org or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Hello, I'm your host, Dr. Kim Warren-Martin, and welcome to Diverse, a Society of Women Engineers podcast. Today, we're talking all about leadership strategies for women in engineering. SWE is known for its training and professional development in this area, including an executive leadership program known as Exec, which I have personally had the amazing opportunity to serve as the event facilitator for the last couple of years. Exec is an in-person event that brings together 18 to 20 influential women leaders for a safe and personal leadership development experience in three key areas, leading self, leading others, and leading change. So it's all about empowering women engineers to affect greater change within organizations through a holistic approach to professional development. And it's also a magnificent opportunity to network and connect with peers from different companies, different industries, both during and after the event, in an effort to establish a community that you can continue to build and grow with. And today, I am thrilled to be here with Dr. Alexis McKittrick and Dr. Lauren Kegley, two women leaders in engineering who have participated in the exec program. So welcome, ladies. Welcome to the show today. Thanks so much, Kim. So excited to be here to talk about exec. Yeah, exec was so much fun. I'm excited to relive a few moments with you both today. Fantastic. And it's really great to see you guys again as well. So let's kick things off and let's just start out. Um, could you introduce yourself and share why you feel it's important for women engineers to grow their leadership skills in general, especially at the executive level? Alexis, let's start with you. Thanks so much, Kim. Um, hello to all of our, our listeners. So my name is Alexis McKittrick. I'm the FY24 president for the Society of Women Engineers. And I am also a member of the leadership team within a technical office in the, in the federal government. And so I was really excited to have the opportunity to attend exec and think about both of those roles, um, both my day's job, if you will, um, as well as what I would call my day and night job <laughs> as, uh, as Swifty president. Um, I really think that for women engineers in particular, continuing to think about not only your own personal growth in your leadership, but thinking about, you know, that safe and personal space that you mentioned in, in your intro, Kim, that's something that I really think exec provides and I think is really important for women engineers to have that space where you not only can take that next step in your own development, but you can do it in a space where it's safe and comfortable to talk about the different barriers, the different challenges that women engineers in leadership and especially at the executive levels face. And so I think it's important for everyone right, to think about how they've developed their leadership skills, but in particular at that level, finding that, that safe and personal space to do it in is so critical. What about you, Lauren? Yeah, Alexis. Wow. It, it took me a while to figure out that I needed that safe space, I think. Because so rarely I feel like, do you know exactly what you need to work on until you 
go through some difficult times, right? Mm-hmm. So I currently work for uh, Wolfspeed, which is a semiconductor company enabling the electronics that are powering our green energy, clean energy future. So that's really exciting opportunity. And outside of Wolfspeed, I um, also work with the IEEE, Women in Engineering, which is really focused on making sure the women in the electronics industry have a, a path forward and a network to grow together. You know, in my time with Wolfspeed so far, I've had a variety of roles from design engineer to customer support and quality to product management. And across all of those, I've had a lot of experiences where I was the only in the room, the only female, the only person who looked like me, many different onlys that I think we can all identify with. And so it took me a while, especially early in my career, to identify that I needed to show up a little bit different and I needed to develop a support network that would help me grow leadership skills in that comfortable way that we've already talked about today. And that was not only to grow my career, but also to help me just personally maintain my sanity. And so, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to chat with the SWE listeners today was to really say this is a this is a great way to help hold space for yourself and for future generations to have a more empowered experience through engineering. So I'm excited to dive into that more with you both today. Awesome. Thanks, ladies. Thanks for sharing. So as I mentioned a little bit ago, SWE is known for its training and professional development, including exec executive leadership program that you both participated in. So could you tell me about how you first heard about exec and why you decided to sign up for it and actually show up and actually participate. So Lauren, why don't you start us off? Absolutely, Kim. So Wolfspeed is currently a part of CPC or the Corporate Partnership Council of SWE. And so this was our second year of doing that and our second cohort of sending women to exec. Personally, within Wolfspeed, I was actually nominated by my company and they reached out to me to see if this was something that I was interested in. So I reached out to the first cohort of women who had previously attended the training and they all had excellent things to say about the experience. They talked about how there was really a lot of different things that you could get from the different sections of the training, depending on what you needed to grow in. But it was really a good time to step away from all the millions of seemingly endless tasks we have on our to-do list to really try and land and focus on development. And sometimes that can be really hard to do as a leader because you have these really, you know, prioritizing different issues of priority kind of going on every day. So it was really highly spoken of and I'm very glad that I had the opportunity to attend. I know in industry there can be like a lot of different ways that you can make it to SWE exec. So from talking to our cohort of women in Chicago this year, Some people went to their companies and asked them to send them. Some people filled out applications and some had nominations. So it sounds like there's a lot of different ways that people end up in the exec program. Yes. Thanks, Lauren, for sharing that. Several different paths. And what about you, Alexis? So perhaps unsurprisingly, uh, having served in in SWE leadership for quite a while, I really did learn about the exec program through SWE itself. So I think while some folks, as, as Lauren mentioned, with different pathways come in and maybe learn about exec as they're learning about SWE, I was very lucky to have the opportunity to have have known about exec through my, my work and my opportunities for leadership within the Society of Women Engineers. 
But then to the second part of your question, why did you decide to sign up for it? Um, I think I want to address something that's a little bit of an elephant in the room and that there are a lot of opportunities for different leadership programs out there, right? And so the question to a lot of folks, and honestly, the question I kind of asked myself as I was considering the exact program was, you know, do we need another leadership class? Do we need, to Lauren's point, to hold space for this one and this specifically? And I have to say that once I heard experiences of other executive women engineering leaders who had been through exec, I knew absolutely I needed to hold the space for this program and to attend this program to hear about the kind of transformational change that others have had in their leadership skills in just three short days, right, of the program from past presidents of SWE, from, as Lauren mentioned, other members of the Corporate Partnership Council who had been through the program. And really, I'll also say, like, women with really diverse backgrounds, right, different technical specialties in some in academia, in corporate America, in government, as, as I am. And the thing is that you go through the leading self, leading people, leading change, are things that are just universally applicable to every woman executive that is kind of on her leadership journey. Um, and so once I heard all of those things, right, as feedback, Kim, of course, absolutely, <laughs> I signed up and I'm just just so happy I, I did. And I'm, again, excited to continue to talk about it as we go through the podcast. Awesome. So you guys have shared a little bit about your experience and maybe kind of took a, you know, kind of pulled back the curtain just a tad. But what I want to do now is let's just really give our listeners a good look behind the curtain and tell us what the exec program was like for you. What kinds of things did you do there and what was most memorable? I just love to hear about your experience in the program overall and as a whole. So, Alexis, would you like to start? Sure, I'm. I'm happy to get us kicked off. I imagine this will be this will be Lauren and I both kind of popcorning and, and contributing because there is a Absolutely. lot to cover, <laughs> a lot to cover here. So you you had mentioned earlier, Kim, that again when you when you peel back the curtain, you know there are three big components to exact right: the leading self, leading people, and leading change, and. What you do is you spend essentially a day right on each of those different themes. And it's almost as if you're experiencing like three individual leadership management, leadership development courses. But again, in that safe space and learning about yourself every kind of almost every moment. <laughs> I want I wanna I wanna say I was gonna say every day and every topic you work on, but there's just so many great revelations. And what I really like about this is, is the progression, right? How you go from self-development the first day, really concentrating on yourself and the phenomenal leader that you are, to then moving into how are you going to take your phenomenal self and lead others, and then moving forward in how are you going to impact your whole organization? How are you going to be that change agent and that change leader, for your organization, for future organizations that you're involved with, and, and how do you develop those skills? That's a really high level kind of story arc of what, what it looks like, um, uh, maybe from the 10,000 foot view. Well, Lauren, what do you think we should, we should concentrate on for folks? Gosh, there were so many fun individual moments. Um, so many. 
you know, there was one in the the leading self day, and I won't go into the details about what it was, but you spend the day really diving into personality traits. And picking on Alexis here, I got to see her, one of these realizations land on her during the leading self day. And it was really a great moment because it was such an honest experience. And you could really tell that people were identifying patterns about themselves that they maybe hadn't resonated with before, or maybe they'd understood, but they hadn't really felt in the same way and it hadn't really landed in them quite that much. Um, So that was a really cool experience. One of my favorites of leading self. Um, Personally, I think my favorite was leading people. So I've spent most of my career as an indirect leader of, of big organizations. And so right now I'm going through actually my first larger management role. And that was a really impactful day for me because as we came through the ideas of coaching people through issues and how to do that, and really the idea of focusing on meeting people wherever they're currently at and helping them grow from there and not wherever you want them to be at any given point was really impactful for me to just remember as I've kind of embarked on this new journey in my own career. And then, you know, by the end, I definitely wanted way more time to talk about all three of them. And so that's a hard thing to balance. Absolutely. So agree with that. And I'm going to use that that example that you just called out a little later in the podcast, Lauren, so wait for it. Um, but I would also say about, about our leading people, the powerful questions that we talked about, right? Like how to, how to rethink the systems that, that you're in and ask powerful questions as you're you're managing others, as you're managing systems, as you're managing an organization, it really did give you great tools, right? As, as we went through, it wasn't just your own development and your own learning, but it's giving you tools for success that you can then go back and use, right? And, and apply day to day. And I'll say on leading change, I think the most important lesson for me in that was, was an extended discussion around kind of what's in and out, right, of our control, when we're trying to lead change. And as somebody who, you know, likes to be in control and likes to be able to manage a situation, understand all the inputs and outputs and see the whole equation, you know, just that realization and that discussion to as a group, right, that helps us understand these are everyone as they're leading change is going to have things that are inside and outside of their control. Um, And again, a, a whole session essentially kind of on that broader topic that really brings it home and helps you understand how you can impact change in your life and in your organization. Absolutely. And, you know, a through line for me between leading people and leading change that I think we sometimes forget as engineers is that at the end of the day, we're all people and there's no way to decouple all the emotions and, you know, life struggles and things that are happening throughout. And so, we have to leave space for that. And sometimes as very efficiency-driven people, that's hard to do, but it's so necessary and it, and it helps create more engagement in the long run for people to feel like they're welcomed in their, their job. Perfect, perfect. And I just want to add that as the facilitator, I get to be like the fly on the wall and observe the overall experience and it is really phenomenal to watch. Lauren, you gave an example of when a point landed for Alexis and to just see that you know, the way it landed, maybe there was a new understanding, a, 
a new learning or a new level of acceptance or um so it's really phenomenal to watch and I really do get to see women leaders who want to make a difference, like genuinely, truly want to make a difference. They're brilliant at their jobs and the work they do, and they're keen to continue to grow as leaders, becoming more self-aware and learning to navigate organizations and environments and lead and grow teams, even as we're still in very changing times. So it it is a phenomenal experience to observe. And so, uh, you know, as you ladies went through it, I can really see that it was really, really impactful. So I'm so excited to hear that even post the event. So I'm going to move to the next question. And my question here is like, what is the most unexpected or surprising thing that you learned about yourself in the exec program? So this is maybe digging a little deeper. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll jump in because this is the the moment that Lauren alluded <laughs> to earlier for for me at least. Um, so one of the one of a really key moment for me was when we went through our our assessment results. And I'll be honest, right to the audience here, I've taken a lot of like personality and professional development assessments, right? And I know a lot of us have. And so the immediate question is like, oh, will this one kind of teach me anything different about myself that I don't already know? Well, the answer is yes, <laughs> it absolutely, it absolutely did. And one of the interesting things about the assessment they use in exec is that it points out not only your strengths, right, but also your potential derailers. Um, so the things that might be, you know, personality traits, professional traits that might derail you or might cause you to struggle or have challenges, right, as you move forward in leadership. Um, And for me personally, and I'll I'll share this with our listening audience, I scored really highly on the bold quotient. And my immediate reaction to that was, how is this possibly a derailer? I have spent almost my entire career, you know, building up the confidence to get to the point now where I feel bold, I feel empowered, I feel ready to take on the world. And how could this possibly, possibly be a negative? And so it was such a great learning moment because while I felt triggered by that result, really the group and and the facilitator helped me think through and and kind of reason through how sometimes strengths can be weaknesses, or maybe I'll say strengths can be challenges sometimes, and how that boldness, right, as important as it is to my core personality, right, might get seen in a different light in certain meetings and certain situations, and how to take it and re-channel it to keep the power, right, but making sure that it's not creating challenges. And so it it really does help you look at strengths as, you know, challenges and maybe even weaknesses as opportunities or weaknesses as strengths. And the assessment really helps you think through in a different way than any I've seen, like how how to think about your your interactions. And I will say that the results from that, that boldness, um, high score have resulted in multiple opportunities for me to think that through in real time as I've been leading meetings or as I've been contributing to leadership meetings. And it has paid dividends because I I have internalized the way that it could be kind of challenging, right, to others and the way that I 
can keep the power, right, while taking out the challenge piece of it. And it it just has resulted in, yeah, just phenomenal gains for me. Just that one, just that one moment and that one piece that I took away from, from the program. So thanks for giving me the space and time to go through that story. Um, as Lauren, I'm sure will say, like being there in real time, it was <laughs> I think more awkward and and different, but it's so great and so authentic for us all to go through that together. Yeah, and that was just like one of many examples of where we got to see it land, right? So it was yeah. cool because we were physically moving around the room based on our different scorings and different components. And so that was really fun to see, just mm-hmm. having different people land with it. You could see the the comfort and the discomfort change across the room. Absolutely. So great. Awesome. Lauren, did you want to share anything on that one? Any surprising moments that you learned things about yourself? Absolutely. So I, um, you know, had some hilarious things to happen just to expand on the leading self portion. I noticed that some of my scores were really low in places that I didn't really understand. So I went to our trainer for the day and she flipped back into the the detailed work and she found one portion that said likes people and I was the lowest <laughs> the lowest ranking out of all total possible and I was like hold on that doesn't make sense but she explained to me that what that means is not in fact that I didn't like people it was that I tend to prioritize being effective and getting things done over things like emotions. And that's a thing that I am aware of, but not always top of mind. And so that's always a very important reminder for me. And something that I really took away from the leading people section is how to be more of a coach and less just an execution focused person all the time. And I think generally speaking, once you get in point in your career, you change from having these really profound new adjustments and you get into more subtle versions of understanding. And so for me, exec was a lot about honing more about the presence and what I needed to be aware of in order to be a good leader for the people around me and also to stay balanced within myself so that I could show up as a good version of Lauren, who indeed did show up like she was liking people, which is very true of me. And instead of um, seeming like I would be, you know, just execution focused or something like that. So really had the opportunity to understand a lot about my own personality more, how that show up in the workplace and ways that I could adjust that so that how I was feeling and my internal energy was really being projected to those around them so that we could have a productive space to work together in a positive environment. I really like that. And I just, I just want to say, I feel like that's the advice or maybe just the the heads up that I would give to anyone thinking about exact Lauren is like, be ready for that kind of level up in terms of how you think about your competencies, your strengths, your weaknesses, right? And then how you were processing them and bringing them back right into your, your authentic you know, leading self, because I think we, what we're both sharing, right, is that we really learn things about ourselves were unexpected. And at this point in our careers kind of felt like we had a pretty good handle on, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then had the opportunity to reflect on that in new and different ways. So 
and to be able to do it as a group. I think, as you mentioned, Lauren, that's what made this so powerful is we, we, we filled out these surveys ahead of time separately, but then we were processing the results in real time as a group and relating to each other and trying to, to help each other understand you know, what the results were, were showing and, and how we could think about them, it just as you did, kind of how we can take them back and continue to be ourselves and lead as ourselves. This, this feedback. So interesting. And it was super fun because there were so many different types of engineers across so many different types of industries. It was really cool to see all the difference in personalities. And you could see both through your own assessments and your own reactions to different philosophies as we went through. And also the reflection of those with other people absolutely amplified the learnings. Yes. Leaders do not look one way, right? They don't have one specific profile with these specific strengths and weaknesses. Yes. Exact drives that home beautifully. All leaders look different, act different, and we can all operate in a room together and learn from one another. Love that. That's awesome. I think that's great advice and a great revelation. And thank you so much for bravely and boldly being transparent and sharing some of those, you know, surprises about yourselves. And yes, I agree with you. It's so amazing to do that in community. And you've got others that are going through the same experience with you as well. So thanks for sharing. So Lauren, a little bit ago, you mentioned that your company, Wolf Speed, is a part of a Sweeney Corporate Partnership Council, and that was a part of your path to attending exec. And I just wanted to point out that many employers will actually pay for their staff attend professional development courses and leadership development programs. So what's the value, ladies, for the business in sending them to programs or to a program like exec? If there's anything you haven't already touched on, I just wanted to give you the space to to share that if there's something else that you wanted to add. You know, we had a, a debrief of the, the three leaders who attended the program a couple weeks after, and it was really impactful to hear all of the different things that each of the three of us had implemented. In some cases, it was really specific about, I changed this meeting because I realized it just was not working uh, uniformly. Um, across my team and it wasn't giving everybody the appropriate opportunity to shine or I changed the way I interacted with this person on my team and here's the gains that I've gotten. I think it really helps, as Alexis said earlier, to bring your leaders up a level. We've all got things that as humans we're kind of working on and working through to evolve. And this just gives you the time and space, which is sometimes rare to come by to focus in on those evolutions, whether they're things that we're consciously aware of or need to become aware of. And so it was really cool to see that difference across the leaders that we sent of just big kind of abstract ways of new ways they were thinking about approaching problems to really small detail issues that they were able to tweak to be more successful in their day to day. Something that's fantastic. I think I would add from from a value perspective, I have never been part of a leadership development program that covered so much that is critical 
for senior leaders to know and understand in, in just three days. As Lauren mentioned, you need to hold the space for this this time and really be present during those three days. But in terms of like value to an organization as well as value to the the women leaders that that are attending exec, I mean, there's there's no better return on the time that you're spending because you cover so much in three days from again, understanding more about yourself, understanding better how to how to lead and manage people and navigate difficult situations, and then again, how to lead change in your organization. And I, I got to be honest, as I was going through it, I kept waiting for that, that pause, right? That session that maybe is not as engaging as the ones before it or where I didn't quite learn as much and it never came. And so that's what I think the real value is. is I, I, I'm not sure how, how we packed and developed this, this schedule to pack it all into three days like this, but it is just a phenomenal program and a great value for the time spent on it. Absolutely. And, you know, I think one more thing that we often don't talk about when we think about the employer's perspective, but retention is a huge problem when we think about industry today, right? People have nearly unlimited options in a virtual world of who they can work for if you don't have to be in a certain place and, you know, you can work from anywhere, then loyalty is a big deal. And it's not a small thing to tell the leader in your organization or the leaders in your organization, hey, we believe in you and we want to see you get better at what you're already doing. And so we're going to help create this space for you to go be a better leader and learn how to come back and find new ways to level up. So I think that appreciation piece is especially important when we think about from an employer perspective, not only all the individual benefits, but that pays off in dividends from an appreciation standpoint. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to ask you next, like any training, it's about the sustained behavioral change. And we pulled back the curtain and you talked some about uh, your experience and even uh, stepped into the changes that you have made post the three days at Exec. I'm curious to know uh, what are some of the biggest changes you think that maybe your team or your your colleagues or coworkers have seen since you completed the program? Yeah, I'm happy to to jump in first. I already talked a little bit about the changes that at least that that I am intentionally thinking about in terms of the both the strengths as well as the challenges that were revealed to me as part of my <laughs> my leading self analysis. And so so that is that is one thing that I do think um, others in my organizations, um, both SWE and within the federal government, have seen changes in. And what's been interesting is. Um, those who I've talked to about um, the results as well are especially attuned to it, right? And and seeing like I I saw that you you thought through that feedback and um, exactly how you handled that situation. So that's been really interesting. And then the other place for me day to day that I think others are seeing it is in that leading change department. I talked earlier about how important it is to think about kind of the step right how how your change journey is is going to go in your organization 
everything from what do you have now to where do you want to go and all of the really important pieces in between that get you to that state of change. Um, and I do think that since exact, I've had the opportunity to be a more effective change leader. Um, and that's what others have seen. But again, it's because of what we learned in the exec program and the really thoughtful, honestly, different approaches that it provides to how you can lead change in your organization and how you can think about it. Um, so those are those are at least two areas where I know I know folks have, have seen and noted a, a change in, in me. And I'm, I'm honestly really, really proud to be able to have been part of a program that that gave me those tools and then that I, I had the strength to implement them. So it's, again, good, good vibes all around. What about you, Lauren? Yeah, so this one's a hard one for me because I feel like there's so many different things that you could pick out. I mean, there's so many kind of small nuggets that as I looked back through my notes to prepare for this podcast, I just have tons of like stars and underlines of things that were super impactful. And I kind of think of through different times. But the most important one for me, I think, is just this reminder to be present and check in with myself more and to be aware of when things need to be adjusted, to really continue to question myself on where are we going? Why are we doing this? Can we make this more sustainable for all of the people involved? You know, how can we work together as a team and improve this moving forward? And really being present in the awareness that you can constantly check in on those things. And there's nothing that is routine and, you know, important enough that we shouldn't continue to question it and continue to try to tweak it and make it better for everyone involved. So I think that's the biggest takeaway for me. And I don't know that everyone around me necessarily sees that intention a ton, but I'm certainly more aware of that process. Awesome. That's wonderful. And thanks for sharing, ladies. And Alexis and Lauren, just this has been a really rich conversation. And just listening to you talk about the most memorable moments and the things that have impacted you since exact and things you put into practice is taking me back to, you know, being that fly on the wall again. So I really want to thank you again for taking the time to speak with us today and to share your experiences in exec, you know, during and and after as well. So I really appreciate you. And if there's anything else you wanted to add, I want to make space for that before we wrap up the podcast today. This has been amazing, fantastic. And so thank you, ladies, again. Thank you, Kim. And I would just say, you know, if you're on the fence, but you feel a calling, like you feel a voice inside you saying like, maybe I should go to exec. Just do it. I, I guarantee you, you'll get some great things out of it. Absolutely. And the other thing that I will add um, is we talk a lot in SWE about being an authentic leader and bringing your authentic self to work, to your life. I think this is a fantastic program um, and exec that allows you to cultivate the tools, to cultivate the self-awareness to, to do that. And um, I just couldn't recommend it more. And, uh, and Kim, thanks so much for your, for your time and for hosting us today. Really appreciate you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks again, ladies. 
So to our listeners, if you're interested in building your leadership skills and you know, participating in, in the amazing experience of Exec and want to include that in your, your development plan, you can go to SWE.org or specifically to go directly to more information about the Exec program, go to Exec, that's E-X-X-E-C dot SWE.org. Again, Exec.SWE.org. And I want to say that the Exec trainers, Mary Nelson, Tara Winston, and Rose Hollister, Together, they have, you know, helped to make this experience what you heard Alexis and Lauren describe. They've got over 60 years of leadership experience. So SWE has gathered the best to bring the best. And it is so encouraging to see and participate in that. And I also want to invite you to check out episode 184 of Diverse, a SWE podcast, where exec trainers Rose Hollister and Tara Winston shared their perspectives and experiences with the program as well. Again, that's episode 184 of Diverse a SWE podcast. I'm Dr. Kim Warren Martin, and from all of us at SWE, thanks again, ladies, for joining me today, and thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Diverse. Please don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with your social network. You can visit podcast.swe.org to keep up with our episodes and learn more about how the Society of Women Engineers empowers women to achieve their full potential as engineers and leaders.